Hey, how you doing? My name's Greg Knapp. I'm the Disciple Groups Director at 1122, and this is Leading Well in 7 Minutes or Less. Today on the podcast, we're talking with our ministries pastor, Jonathan Minky. Ready? Let's go. Can you tell me a time where you had to deliver a difficult message to somebody and how you did that? Because as leaders, sometimes we have some things happen in our groups. We've got to address something that's not good. And it's really difficult because we love the people in our group. We don't want to cause a problem. Confrontation isn't fun. But if you don't, it could really break the group apart. How do you handle that? What do you do? Well, I should start by saying that I don't like conflict. I grew up in a house where conflict was avoided. A really good book that helped me is called Difficult Conversations. And uh, the authors of that book talk about three conversations that are happening around conflict. There's the facts of what are happening, the feelings conversation, how does that make me feel? And then the third one is the identity conversation, which, which is like, how does a person like me react in situations like this? Uh, two cars hit each other on the street. That's what actually happened. The feelings of the person in one car are going to be one thing and the feelings of the person in the other car are going to be different. And then the identity conversation is going to come in and this is very subconscious, but maybe one driver is like, I don't let people walk all over me and I'm going to get out and, and give that other driver a piece of my mind because they pulled out in front of me. The other person's identity conversation might be telling them, well, blessed are the peacemakers and I should just stay in my car and I better be safe. And I'm going to put, keep both hands on the wheel and wait for the police to arrive. So when you can dissect those different layers, you can really see if it's only about me versus you, not about us saying, okay, what's going on? What are we trying to solve? What does it mean about us? It's not unkind to be honest with people. What, what happens is we feel like love never says anything that could be hard to hear. And that's not a biblical definition of love. The definition of love that we need to work with is that I care about you and your good, even at great expense to myself. So if I don't want to tell you something because I'm afraid of how it's going to make me feel, that means I love me more than you. I'm not, keep, I'm not keeping that conversation from you, from you because I love you. I'm keeping it because I love me or I'm afraid of what you think of me. I'm giving more power to how you think about me than the actual truth of the situation. You don't have to be a jerk about the things that you say, but it's always more loving to, to be truthful, especially in, in difficult situations. What I've learned is that if I haven't set a clear expectation at the front end, then it's a lot more difficult for me to hold people accountable to things later. If the very first meeting you ever have, you say, here's how we're going to behave. And you lay out a few different things. Say, here's what I'm expecting of you guys when we're, when we're all together. Or even through the course of that group, you could say, if somebody, if somebody starts to be rude or if they start to talk too much, you say it in such a way that says, hey, as a group, we're committed to letting everybody have a voice. So let's hold that, Bob, and let's let Susie speak for a minute. That gives you the precursor. If you have to go to Bob and say, Bob, listen, I've asked you several times and I've, I've painted this picture of our, of our group being one where everybody can speak. I just got to tell you, man, that you talk a lot and it's, it's a little bit of a distraction. So I'm going to need you not to do that. You know, and that's probably something you would do privately. If you've set that expectation at the front end of just like, Hey, here's, some of the ground rules, it makes it a lot easier. When it does come time to have a difficult conversation, don't beat around the bush. If I know I have to have a difficult conversation with them, it's got to be the one of the first things I say. Or I'll say, 
hey, I'm going to I'm going to have to say something that you're probably not going to like. And that kind of gets their attention. And they're like, oh, what's what what is this? Yeah. The longer I wait to deliver the news, the harder it's going to be for me. And the more anxiety is going to build inside of me because I know that it's coming. And then I'm going to deliver it in an anxious way. And I don't want to do that. I want to deliver it in a very calm way. And once I've gotten it out, then we can actually talk about what, what it means. And then again, being kind, like there's never a reason to be unkind to a person. And people can tell if you care about them, you know, and it's always easier to talk to somebody about something difficult if you really care. For people looking for those ground rules that Pastor Vinky was just talking about on how to do group, we do have some of those up on our leader resources page, coe22.com slash leader resources. And when it talks about manage your group right in there, you'll see some to help you out with that. Couple quick things. We write the curriculum questions so everyone can participate from a non-believer to a baby Christian to someone who's deep in their walk with Jesus. Your leadership will determine how deep your group goes with their answers. The way you share, the way you gently prod for deeper, more open responses, that is what's going to make all the difference in your group. Now, some themes on the sermon result in more than one question, and we realize it can sometimes be confusing to the group to have multiple questions at once. So, if we have more than one question on a theme, we're now labeling the first question, discover, and the second question, deepen. Please take each question one at a time with your group so nobody gets confused. We also created a short survey to hear what God is doing to and through your disciple groups and how we can make them even better. We put a QR code in the curriculum the last two weeks that links straight to the survey. So if your group members haven't already, at the start of your group this week, please ask everyone in your group to scan the QR code with their phone and fill out the anonymous survey. Now, we'd like every leader to take the survey as well. It really helps us. And if you've got brand new members in your group, well, then they don't have to do it. Thanks so much for all your feedback and for making disciples who make disciples. We love you like crazy. Be free.